Hello, and welcome to our Secular Sponsor Speaker Series. Each week we hear from an Overeaters Anonymous member who has attained and maintained abstinence without God and has served as a sponsor to other members. The series also provides opportunities for Secular OA members who don't have a sponsor or are interested in exposure to a variety of points of view to learn from the experience of others. We encourage everyone to sponsor others up to the level of their own recovery and to use these tools with each other as peers. If you are willing to sponsor or to work as a peer, please post a message at secular.overeaters.community at gmail.com. Again, the email address is secular.overeaters.community at gmail.com. For additional information about abstinence without God, go to secularovereaters.org. And now, let's hear from this week's Secular OA sponsor. So, Rachel, thank you. Hi, everyone. Um, Gosh, I don't have very good light today. So, I'm really happy to be here. And I I actually really love slogans. So, today's topic is slogans. And um, I'll give a little bit of my story and then jump right in. The short version is I've been around a long time. I started... In first came to OA in about 1988 or nine or seven. And I was in for 15 years. Something happened. I lost my faith. I went out for 10 years and I came back around six or seven years ago. And I um, have scientist parents and did not grow up with any religious denomination or spiritual practice. And when I was in college, starting to really experience this disease because I didn't know how else to cope. Um, I was very jealous of my boyfriend who had a faith in something or other, you know, things would work out, whatever. I didn't have that faith. And in my first 15 years in OA, I had a lot of abstinence, but I didn't have long-term multi-year abstinence. And I hated that. And I eventually decided to try the how subgroup, honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness, and had some experiences there. Uh, which were very powerful and important to me. And I, um, I really did learn how, for me, what I needed to do to be abstinent in the longer term. Um, slogans have been a really important part of, of my recovery and my program. And I say that because, <laughs> you know, they're really small little nuggets of wisdom that I can remember and hold on to and use in a really difficult moment. So I'm going to send, put something in the chat and I'm going to then take you to a page where there's a whole bunch of slogans listed because it's important. Okay. So on the screen, I'm going to take you first to the Nova website, my intergroup, Northern Virginia intergroup, and then to a page on that site that has a whole bunch of slogans. Um, I'm just going to mention a few just for today, one day at a time, this too will pass, let go and let God. And I will talk about just a few of these and how they have been important to me in our recovery. So one of the foundational, so, so basically <laughs> these slogans, as I say, you know, little pithy nuggets of wisdom have helped me stay abstinent, which was something I really, 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 really wanted and have helped me grow, right? improve my relationships with myself, with other people and with my higher power, whatever that is. And I wanted, to, I helped put that, you know, two pager together, that little trifold, 
so that they would be available to other people who, nece- who don't necessarily hear about them in meetings. The way people generally hear about them is other people share them, sponsors or meetings or whatever, but I don't hear them as much these days. So anyway, so I and a couple other people thought it would be helpful to put at least a bunch of them together. So just for today, right, it's super important. It just means that whatever it is that I am trying to do, especially be abstinent, especially give up, step away from something or do something, right? It can be either way. I'm just doing it for today. It's not the rest of my life. It's just right now. It might be just this moment, right? It is much easier to do many things just for this moment or just for today than for an eternity. It's, it's, it's something that I believe is possible. And so I'm willing to put my all into it. And there have, you know, anyone who has gotten abstinent knows that there are moments you just really have to hold on to. Just do it just for right now, just for today. <laughs> my my second favorite slogan is this too will pass <laughs> whatever horrible situation i think i'm in or horrible feeling i have right it will pass it really truly will pass right and at, at least the intensity of my feelings will pass you know maybe the overall shape of the situation won't pass right now but everything in time can change and get better or worse right but whatever it is this exact moment and feeling will pass. I have had some years where the dominant theme of my year was depression or one year, I guess I thought a lot about suicide. So it's not to say that like, it's always small chunks of time for things passing, but in time, sticking, staying, staying in a place and letting something flow has been very helpful for me. Also, take what you like and leave the rest is a big part of what helped me stay in the rooms long enough to find people that I could connect with and find things that I could hear that were helpful to me and to stay, right? I don't have to believe a single thing that anyone else in those rooms believes. I don't have to do a single thing that anyone else says. I don't have to do a damn thing. I don't know if that's going to get edited out when that gets posted, but um, (laughs) I get to choose and use what is useful to me, what I can take in, what makes sense to me, what is meaningful to me. I get to take things and try them out. I don't have to try things and sign on to them forever, right? But it's really nice for me that I can leave the rest. You know, it, it, that slogan gives me permission. I've had arguments with people around this. Somebody said, well, that doesn't mean that you don't have to do the steps. And I'm like, okay. But even the steps are just suggestions. If you read the big book carefully, it just says we have some suggestions. I want to talk a little bit about let go and let God, because some people in, I didn't even start my timer. Some people in secular OA don't like God. So I offer you an alternative, just let go, or as that great Beatles song says, let it be. It's the letting go part (laughs) that is for me the most important. And what you let it go to if anything, doesn't matter so much, but it's that letting go, my letting go of something, my trying to control something, my trying to control a person or an outcome or a situation. It's letting go of that that's important for me. You know, things for today. Am I going to get to talk to somebody or not at my seven o'clock appointment? I don't know. Am I going to be prepared? Probably not. I don't control the outcome. And to be honest, I don't control how much time I have to prepare for my seven o'clock tonight meeting. I also don't control what somebody else at work 
does with something I sent them over the weekend. I really strongly wanted them to pass it on to the next person to, but you know, once I press send, it's out of my hands. I can tell them I'm worried. I did tell them I'm worried, <laughs> but you know, it's their decision when they move it on. So I just have to let go. So letting go has been a really big theme through every part of my program. Every, every aspect, every relationship, every step, every issue, there's always some aspect of letting go. I tend to, I do like just how it sounds, let go and let God, right? I just, <laughs> but I don't, for me, I pay more attention to the let go part. And as I say, there, there's an alternative, whatever alternative works for you. Practice makes easier. Practice does not make perfect, and I don't care about perfect, right? What I care about is I am trying to learn in this program how better to take care of myself emotionally, physically, and spiritually so that I can be a better, kinder person in this world, have better relationships with people, and be more effective at the things that I care about. And so if I figure out something that helps me better than my current pattern, I know that first time I try that, it's going to feel weird and awkward and hard. But if I keep doing that better, healthier pattern, it will become easier for me to do. And at some point, it will become my go-to, and I don't have to be so conscious of it. Right? At some point. So practice makes easier is, has been really important to me. And in fact, <laughs> I invented that slogan for me. I don't know if other people have come up with it themselves, but that was... <laughs> my personal little invention for me about 15 years ago. So I share that. I, I just, you know, it, it was helpful for me and it was short and pithy and I could share it with other people. So footnote, you get to make up your own slogans, anything that works for you. I have some of the other slogans on the page are from other people that I have heard, right? They've just like, you know, they've said something that, you know, sounded good. I'll talk a little bit about food slogans. Don't eat no matter what. That really means don't do whatever your compulsive of unhealthy behavior is, no matter what. Right? That's what you're trying to learn how, what not to do. If it's restricting, don't restrict no matter what. If it clearly you need to eat, right? So it should technically be don't compulsively overeat no matter what, right? Don't cross whatever that line is. But you need to know what that line is and you need to have alternatives to do it. A lot of recovery is figuring out, well, I don't know a lot, but some of it is figuring out your priorities. So the slogan, abstinence is the most important thing in my life without exception, that's about priorities. That means my being abstinent is more important than making my mom happy, right? My being abstinent, hard as it is for me to believe because I'm very work-oriented, is, is more important than meeting a work deadline. It just is. <laughs> it just, and it has to be for me that black and white because if it's up for negotiation, then I'm going to stay late at work, be too hungry, not prepare a good dinner, eat something that's easy and overeat and feel bad, right? You know, the, the overeating is a consequence of my not prioritizing taking care of myself. And then the last one I'll talk about is it takes what it takes, which is we're, we're all different. Well, this is my version of it, my translation. We're all different. We're all similar in some ways, right? This is a disease that we all share, compulsions, addictions, low self-worth, self-pity, emotional patterns, uh, not having, you know, isolation, right? right? 
But for each of us, the specifics of what we need to do to get help and to recover and grow may be different or may be different on a given day. So for a while, it was really important to me for a whole bunch of reasons to write down my food and weigh and measure on a nutritionist's plan, right? I don't do that most of the time. Most of the time I've been in program, I have not done that. But there was a time when I was learning about something really important about being abstinent and feelings. That was really important. It was really important for me to talk to someone about program every day. It's not a sign of weakness to talk to a sponsor every day. It's a sign of strength and self-care to get the help I need. Similarly for seeing a doctor, similarly for writing down my food, similarly for reading prayer and meditation every morning, if that's something that's helpful to you, similarly for chopping my vegetables. There just are a certain number of things that I have to do. I choose to do now because it helps me in my life. And so I do them, right? But I had to experiment. I had to learn. Is it enough for me to just go shopping once a week? Is it enough for me to make one phone call a week? Well, no. Is it enough for me to not read the steps? No, it actually really kind of helped me. So wherever I'm at, if that's working, fine. Whatever I do, if that's working, fine. But if it isn't, maybe there's something else I need to do, or I would find helpful. Maybe it's a little thing. Maybe it's bigger. Maybe it's an action. Maybe it's a changing attitude. Maybe what I need in a given moment is to say, it's okay to cry, or it's okay to throw out food. But whatever it is, you know, this program is a path of exploring for me what it takes for me, knowing what general patterns and what works for other people still to explore what it takes for me. Right. And so that's, I'm going to tie this back to the original comment about, you know, this meeting being for sponsorship. It is, I I think of that in three ways, right? It's experienced sponsors who are talking like me for 15 minutes. It's partly sort of in lieu of, or because there aren't enough sponsors. So Jim wanted to have a way to get information and experience to lots of people. And it has the the five minute, five minute sharing, right? Where you get to experience right here, talking about things. And then we get to talk about that more freely than in a normal meeting. When I sponsor, I really try to help people think about what's right for me, right? Not what's the OA rule, right? But, you know, OA guidance, rules, suggestions, right? They're really useful to know, but okay, well, I think about that, but what's right for me? Because if it doesn't feel right, you're not going to do it. Anyway, so that's a bunch of that slogans. Go make your own. <laughs> find, find words that work. <laughs> find words that help you. And just use them. Repeat them over and over and over and over and over when you are in a difficult moment. Or write about them. Journal about them. Look at the list and see what might help you with this problem. You know, in a week you'll have another problem. Maybe you'll find another slogan that helps you. Talk to other people. Ask them what their favorite slogans are. They're wonderful. They're another doorway to recovery. So with that, I'll close. Thank you for letting me share. It was wonderful, Rachel, as always. Do we have somebody who would like to, I'm guessing, sort of pick a slogan and work on it with you? Lindsay? Um, can I just comment on the, on the one of the slogans? you said was that um, practice makes easier. Yeah, I really like that. Can I just share about my view on that? Yes. 
Yeah. So, I mean, just what it makes easier because I'm, I'm very hard on myself. So to me, things have to be perfect and I need to push until it's perfect. And if the abstinence is not perfect, then it just all goes out the window. It's never about me being gentle enough with myself to, to say, for example, that practice makes easier. And it's just, you know, every day do the best thing that I can do today and tomorrow is another day. And that's something that I'm slowly learning. And I just love what you said about practice makes easier. It's just, it gives so much hope as well. It can, it can apply to so many things. I mean, thank you for that. It really, it's, it's amazing because I've, I've been hearing the words, you know, practice makes perfect recently quite a lot. And it's just nice to be able to say, well, you know what? Practice makes it easier. So I really love that. Right. It gives you a bit of an alternative. Yeah. Um, since we have a few minutes, I just would be curious either if there was another slogan that struck you or if you'd like to talk about a particular situation where you're hearing the pra- practice makes perfect and it might help you to think practice makes easier. What's a specific situation besides the food, which you've already mentioned? Well, if, if I were to talk about practice makes um, easier just in my life in general is um, being on crutches. I've been on crutches for the last six weeks and constantly everyone says practice makes perfect, you know, and everyone keeps saying that to me and it's so annoying. And it's, well, yes, 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 I know, I know. And just that's why that practice makes it easier is just perfect because every day I'm just like today I didn't fall. Great. You know, it's getting a little bit easier every day, but it's never, it's never going to be perfect. I'm never going to be perfect on crutches, you know, um, and it's, and it doesn't mean that, you know, oh, I missed a, a step or I slipped or something. So I'm going to throw the crutches out the window and just completely give up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just doesn't look like that. So just relating that to absence as well. You know, I, um, if I'm having a really tough day and, you know, maybe I have a slip or maybe something happens, you know, my instinct is just, you know, just give up. It's a waste. And I've just been learning, don't, don't, you know, throw it all out the window. Right. You know, take what you take what you can get situation and leave the rest. Right. So I'll just share a couple of thoughts on that last that last yeah. piece, right? So that's, that's really like that. I also have the tendency, it's not perfect, what's the point, right? So I had to learn to live with being imperfect. I grew up in a family with very high standards, and I had to say, I'm okay even when I make mistakes, even when I'm imperfect, and other people can love me, right? So you're touching on some really important stuff with this, and I just hope that you can see the good that you're doing and appreciate the good that you're doing and and keep learning. Thank you, uh, Rachel and Lindsay. That's great. That's a little ad for the fact that it's good to have another human being to talk to about what's going on in your life and, you know, help you need in terms of uh, getting and staying abstinent. The floor is open. The first one who talks gets to ask a question or make whatever comment they want. Here's Arlene. Go for it. Good. Hi. Uh, Thank you, Rachel, for the presentation. Uh, I, too, love slogans. They stuck in my head way faster than the steps did. So um, I'm also a a fan of them. And two that I didn't see on your list. This one came from a TV ad. 
progress is perfection. To remind myself that even on rotten days when I can't figure out if I've made any progress, that if I'm pointed in the right direction, that I need to give myself credit. And the other one is yet. Yesterday ends today. Whatever I haven't been able to accomplish doesn't slam the door on it. It just means I haven't done it yet. And the flip side of yet is my success of yesterday doesn't guarantee me success today. So I have to get up in the morning and do the same things I did yesterday if I want yesterday's success. So thanks for letting me share. Susan, go ahead. Okay, two slogans that other people other times have suggested to me in OA are one, if I see a food that I want that I shouldn't have, that's not mine or that's not on my plan. And so I'll see something and I really want it and I'm going to take it. And it's no, that's not mine. That's not on my plan. And either of those slogans is sometimes very helpful. Thank you. Ed, you've got your hand up. Hi, I'm Ed, compulsive eater in New Jersey. Hi, everybody. Uh, thanks for the meeting and thanks for your service, Rachel, and uh, the slogans. I don't have abstinence and it gets worse, you know, later in the day and in the evening. Um, like right now, I don't have any problem, but it will get worse. <laughs> I know it. And um, slogans, it's, they're nice, but I, I need somebody else to talk to really to help, you know, to comfort me with what I'm dealing with. And uh, that's about what I had to say. Thank you. Thanks for speaking up, Ed. Anybody else have a question or a comment? Uh, hi, I'm Paloma. Hi, Paloma. Um, so I was looking at the list of slogans and I wrote it down because I can't find it on that amazing list anymore. It said, eating a meal is like getting the tiger out of the cage three times a day. And I would say that's definitely what I'm thinking about and on right now. <laughs> um, it's not for every single meal. You know, sometimes you have the confidence for that with it. Oh, that's great. You know, this is more than you asked for, but I just, I will say that I've had some luck for a few months now. Um, if you have a plan for each meal, the ti- it, it, it's absolutely true. It's a tiger. And that's the difference between overeaters and uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Because they just have to stop drinking. We can't, stopping eating only works for a little while and it has negative consequences. But if you've planned ahead of time what you're going to eat, it's kind of like the tiger can be in a cage a little bit. And I'm just, that's all I'm going to eat. Mags, thank you. I'm Mags, I'm a compulsive eater. So I wanted to offer up one of my own, uh, one that has driven me crazy for years was fake it till you make it. Because that's my whole disease is faking it. <laughs> um, and so I changed it up to be aspire until you acquire to remind me to keep trying until I get to where I want to be. Yeah, I I would not recommend fake it till you make it at all. <laughs> For, I've heard that given too often as a, the single right after God is the one that drove us out of the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Vinnie T. Recovered in North Carolina. Well, I'm kind of follow up on that fake it till you make it. I like the as if, you know, act as if, because if it's something that I don't want to do, it mm-hmm. just gives me that, you know, like, try it, just try it, you know, just see, you know, be open to to new ways and, and new experiences. It just 
you know, act as if this is, this is you, you know, and, and honestly, after a while, you know, I guess it's the practice thing, you know, it just, you know, it just happens. I get there. So <laughs> that's the one I kind of like. I pass. There is also one a classic slogan, progress, not perfection, right? To underscore that what we're seeking is progress. And that comes from a line from the big book. And I know some of you are not fans of the big book, but it has a few pearls of wisdom that basically says that what we want is spiritual progress, not spiritual perfection. And out of that, people have called progress, not perfection. And so that's actually been really helpful to me. And, and small successes, right? I don't know a good slogan for small successes, but someone mentioned this earlier, but really appreciating the progress that we do make, really appreciating even just when we're pointed in the right direction, appreciating ourselves rather than criticizing is just a helpful way to be. There's a book from AA called Living Sober. Unlike the big book, it's practically God-free, and it's an AA book. It just, it's kind of cumulative wisdom from the room. So you have these little short chapters, and I suspect some of them are about slogans. And I just, I'd recommend it because it's uh, been around since like the 70s and just got a lot of pearls of wisdom. And it's kind of like as if you had attended all these meetings over the decades, you know, and they're, they're things like slogans. Can I make a suggestion? If you're looking for things to read, check out some of this stuff from AA Agnostics. And there's a website called aaagnostica.org, and they have lots of books, and it's very easy to substitute the word food or compulsive eating for alcohol in those books. And there are some wonderful books that are available, including daily meditation books that are very thought-provoking. Thank you for joining us today. To hear recordings of other speakers in this series, visit secularovereaters.org. And while you are there, please consider making a donation to support our work.